Welcome to the second anniversary of the VD Clinic podcast. With me, well, I am Vanessa, and uh, Dr. Vanessa, I guess, as I sometimes am known, and with me as of late is Darren. Say hello, Darren. Hello. Nurse Darren. (laughs) (laughs) As you dub yourself. Yeah. And then we have spawn of canadian satan himself david today hello yes yes welcome back i mean you are here behind the scenes yeah but um still but semi-retired yeah pretty much i mean i do it's transitioned more to a producer role which is fine it's much easier and i don't have to do a whole lot of work and video game streaming Yes, which is going to get more complicated shortly. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm buying some equipment from a friend, so things are going to get more interesting. Mm. Oh, no. Anyway. Well, so you are here, not just because it's the anniversary, but because we are having yet another commentary. And this year, it's coincidentally, I think, but... uh it's another Stephen King one. It's Sleepwalkers, the uh, 92 film. And um, yeah, you haven't seen this, David, right? Right. I've not seen this before. Okay. And it's been a while for me. Uh, and Darren, you may have seen it more recently than me. I'm not sure, but that's uh, debatable. It, I I went back through it right after it was chosen. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. See, I, it's probably been a good 10 years since I've seen this movie. So, yeah, this will be interesting. But um, before we uh, go um, any further, let's just take a quick break, and then we'll come back with um, the cast, and then we'll get right into the commentary. Okay? Sounds good. Be right back. Be right back. This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing... All the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars... You can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. 
So, Sleepwalkers, um, 1992 Sleepwalkers, just in case there's another one, which I doubt. But anyway, Sleepwalkers is uh, directed by Mick Garris, written by Stephen King, of course, and it stars Brian Krause as Charles Brady. Oh, gosh. Mach... Madchen... Madkin. Amick? Madkin Amick as Tanya... I mean, Alice Cridge, Creech, Craig, however, I don't know. Cindy Pickett, Ron Perlman, Lehman Ward, Sparks the Cat as Clovis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Sparks the Cat. <laughs> um, cameos by John Landis, Joe Dante, Stephen King, and Clive Barker. And I think... Did I skip over anybody that should have been mentioned in the cast? No, I think that's good. Oh, oh, uh, Glenn Shaddix as Mr. Fallows. Uh, oh, yes. I, I should not leave him out. Um, so we are going to count down from whatever, three. And mm -hmm. we have it primed to just after the beginning of the Columbia logo. Then, yeah, I think I'm like at the three second mark. And that should go into the movie. Uh, okay. Unless anybody has anything to add, we no. will get it going. No? All right. See you, well, during, but conversationally <laughs> on the other side. In three, two, one, go. Oh, it ended up being complete four second mark i think so now we're timed up <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i'm i'm curious i think david you are the first person i know of beyond childhood early teen age that has not seen this that is watching it <laughs> Well, this was when this came out when I was in college. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, this came out when I was in junior high. Bodega Bay, like in the birds. <laughs> Fui. <laughs> oh, there he is with a mustache. Mr. Mark Hamill, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. I forgot it was Mark Hamill. I was about to ask if that was Mark Hamill. <laughs> that mustache is, wow. <laughs> Something else. Do you think it's real, or do you think he said, you got to put a mustache on me? <laughs> I think it's, I think it might be a real mustache. I think he grew it. So, whoever lived in this house does not like cats. I can't remember if it said anything about cats in that little definition of a word intro that movies seemed to have a lot more often back in the day than they do now. Or a little preamble of words. Maybe that's maybe Mark Hamill had to be in 
all movies that had uh... <laughs> it wasn't scrolling though it wasn't that's, scrolling that's true so that kind of blows that theory in the basket <laughs> sorry I just watched basket case last week <laughs> that's right run kitty New meaning to skeletons in the closet. Now we get the titular card. <laughs> right. I don't know if it'll really matter since it is a commentary, but somebody's uh, speakers are coming through. Oh, shit. That might be mine. Nope, not me. I'm not hearing it right now. That's because I just, okay, yeah. I'm just trying to turn it down enough so I can still hear it. That's the problem. Uh, see, I, I I luckily have a pretty good setup for these because I have yeah. the independent ears on my headphones. So yeah. I've got my computer in my right ear and my uh, tablet in my left. Ah. It's fortunate that way. See, I do not have that set up. I'm just running everything through the the microphone. <laughs> no, I had turned the, the TV down a bit, but I hadn't turned it down enough because I was still trying to gauge it too. Um, but I have the subtitles on anyway. But I don't want to go just by subtitles, like. <laughs> You lose something in translation sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Cats. Cat people. What was... Never mind. I'm thinking of some other movie that does something similar with their cat stuff and their iconography. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, because <laughs> I just can't remember right now. So apparently, is that they were I was reading whatever trivia on this, and one of the houses they used was from the TV show The Waltons. Oh, was it this one? Or, maybe. Uh, maybe this it might be Tanya's house. It might be this one. And I'm like, this is quite a far stretch from, uh, you know, the Waltons. 
Yeah. Although, you know, who really knows what happened and when the lights went out in frontier times. <laughs> or when was Night the Waltons? Night I never watched the Waltons. Night when did John that Boy. take place? Uh, it was like Great Depression, kind of. Uh, I mean, it was closer to that, you know, 20s, 30s, kind of, I think, if I remember correctly. <laughs> what do you think so far, David? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a Mick, it's certainly a McGarris movie. <laughs> what does that mean? It looks like it was made for TV. Like every McGarris movie looks like it was just made for TV, even if it wasn't. Oh, right. He did Hocus Pocus. Psycho 4, which I have well, not seen. And that was original. Yes. And that was originally a made for TV movie. Yeah. As was some of the, um, like the mini series or like two part type mini series that he did of Stephen King stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 You know. I mean, I so, think Hocus Pocus is probably the only one that kind of looks like a real movie. Right. But I always I, forget that he did that truthfully. Yeah, I didn't realize he did it either. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just maybe it's his style or something. Mm-hmm. It's just his movies always have a, they feel like they're, I don't know. Like I said, just, it feels like it's like a made for TV movie, even if it's not. Yeah. This was a movie that my older sister used to rent on the occasion. That's how I was introduced to the movie. Okay. I'm pretty sure I saw the cover a bunch of times at various video stores, but, you know. Creepy. <laughs> Is that what high school kids dressed like in the nine early nineties, or at least a type of high school kid? Um, I, I don't know. I graduated in nineteen ninety. I <laughs> and I didn't even dress like a normal teenager in the eighties. So I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're very observant people. You pay attention to people true, around true, you true. no true no true there what there yes there was a certain aesthetic to that because i i do even remember certain people in my college dressing like that i mean guys not the women but then again she's supposed to be older yeah uh <laughs> Old enough to be his mother. (laughs) 
isn't she in theory supposed to be his mother? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's Let's clarify that. Let's clarify that. Not that she's old enough to be his mother. No, she's supposed to be. Or, <laughs> Essentially. You know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, we, we haven't really gotten to the, the story about the story that we right. see. But, uh, you know, perhaps there were, that's just a different concept of mother-son. They could have been born separately and not connected to each other, but I don't know. I no, don't look no, that agreed. far into this movie. <laughs> agreed. It's But I'm saying the relationship is there, whether it's a blood mm. relationship like that. Very much so. And more. Right. They listen to... Oh, what what was that song? Uh, what's it called? That they're always listening to on the record. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, it's that same song. You all you hear it like practically on repeat in Twelve Monkeys too. Yeah, uh, is it called Sleepwalk? Is that what I'm thinking of? I can't. I know. I know the song, but I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Does he often have dance numbers in his songs? I, I I'm familiar I guess Hocus Pocus does. <laughs> um No, this is just pure Stephen King nonsense. <laughs> oh no you are right this is pure stephen king nonsense and it's also that time period yeah there were a lot of things of this time period that had this nonsense <laughs> showered in stale popcorn Mr. Pib. I want a Mr. Pib. Is Mr. Pib still around? I have yeah. no idea. It's still around. Is it? Yeah. I, I see Where? it in the occasional grocery store. Uh, maybe because our groceries aren't as big or we carry, I don't know, like smaller brands or something. Who knows? But I you haven't seen Mr. Pib in feels like decades. If, if I remember... Oh, you're the new guy from Ohio. <laughs> That's what it is. That's why you know Mr. Pibb. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Darren. Yeah, right uh, Right here in the middle, we, you know, get stuff from everywhere. Um, but yeah, right now they're, what, in Indiana? So maybe Mr. Pibb is a Midwestern thing. No, we had it in California at one point. Well, I don't know if I've ever seen it in New York. So I just kind of... Uh, I mean, the last time I remember seeing it was in Cincinnati, but it also seems like it wasn't even the entire time I was in Cincinnati. 
like it was just dying out mm. as a brand. Yeah. It's made by Coca-Cola. Yeah. So I guess you're just in a Pepsi areas a lot. No, I'm in Coca-Cola areas, but maybe they just limit their Coke products. Like we probably have more Fanta products, which are Coca-Cola products, uh, than you have there. I don't know. I I don't really drink soda without alcohol anymore, so I'm not <laughs> as uh, up to date on on what the kids are doing nowadays. Oh, and there's uh, fuck. The... Oh, I know. <laughs> The dad in the 80s movies and 90s yeah. movies. Ferris what Bueller's was dad. that? Um, oh, shit. What movie was it where he played kind of like a bungling cop, like detective? Was that in Shakes the Clown? Yes, he was in Shakes the Clown. He was the angry guy's partner. Yes, exactly. He was the angry guy's partner in Shakes the Clown. He was kind of like a slightly bungling and more chill and everything. Yeah. So we're supposed to know that it's midnight for some reason, although I couldn't really tell you why. Why does the soundtrack sound familiar? Oh, no. allergies sure that's what they all say they didn't care about allergies in 1993 well that was the point where Zora Cat jumped up and went to the other room just so you know <laughs> <laughs> what when the cat was screeching Right when you heard all the cat nonsense. Mm. <laughs> Not having it. Yeah, or Sora was just hungry. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> Did you ask this mystery girl out? <laughs> <laughs> don't swear mother like you're right it is weird there are so many things about this that are weird <laughs> yeah it's it's like a well it I, it is Stephen King I was gonna say it's sort of like a play someone wrote on acid or, um, or no maybe not acid but it doesn't seem like so, like one of his cocaine fueled insanity rants. You no. know what I mean? Like where where we were with Maximum Overdrive was like a totally one thing, and some of his other things that are actually more serious. This doesn't feel like this. This feels though like he was under the influence of something. But you're right. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I don't think acid, but something. 
So whatever he was, if, if he was sober, whatever sort of state of mind he was in when he wrote something like Sometimes They Come Back. It's got that weird contained high school story with weird shit mm-hmm. happening kind of. Yeah. There's something very specific going on. But he ex- he's always explored high school a lot in yeah. his work. Yeah. So much of it comes back to school. And those are the oldest looking high schoolers. <laughs> or are they supposed to be college kids? I think they're supposed to be high schoolers. But <laughs> they, they either are... way, even for college, they look old. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be high school. Right. But what's the thing? Um, pick the, the actor and then cast around them to make them look younger. <sighs> he looks like he's in college, too. He looks older than college. That's what I'm saying. Even if this were supposed to be college, which I don't think it is... They all even look too old for college. (laughs) And I think, well, she, I think she's supposed to be 17. Okay. So it's around senior year. And I guess if he moves around a lot, he could say I look older because... I had to repeat some grades. I got held back or something. Yeah. Yeah, whatever nonsense. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Do we really believe that shit? (laughs) (laughs) Now you've got Otho with the worst job on your back, Charles. <laughs> no, Otho's now going into the world of the supernatural. Think of it that way. He's doing undercover work. That's what it is. Otho has gone undercover. That's how he's observing the true supernatural in the everyday world. That's what see, we found the connection to Beetlejuice. And <laughs> <laughs> <In> that story. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thank you, Zora. And I don't know if I'm remembering the friend with the short hair from Mm -hmm. this or trying to think of her in something else. She, I've seen her in something else. But I can't think of what. And of course, she was in Twin Peaks, so. Yeah. No, I think that they had the look kind of of that era down for like high school, college age kids. None of them look too like over the top. 
like when you got to Clueless, which was around the same time, that looked like a costume that didn't look like reality so much. Yeah, I mean this. These, these look like this looks like clothing. This looks like just your wardrobe. There's a difference between wardrobe and costume. But these actors are totally miscast age-wise. <laughs> you know, it's... I don't know why he didn't... Well, I guess people like the styles that they like, but... Mm-hmm. That's the car that they were talking about back with Mark Hamill and his mustache. You'd think that he'd change it a little bit. Well true some people have prized possessions and different things and oh the oh we haven't got to that part yet Little bits of this are coming back. Well, it wasn't too long ago that I watched it, but I had it on in the background when I was editing. Uh, Just trying to get a little bit more familiar with it, because I couldn't remember if neither of you had seen this before. It's been at least 10 years since I've seen it. And I haven't seen it that many times. Yeah. Yeah. But I probably first, probably first saw it at least a couple years after it came out. Not necessarily immediately after it came out, but, you know, the first couple years after it. Yeah, I don't remember this. Okay, I want to know, I'm sorry, I have to interject here. She's picking her underwear up off of all these crazy places in her bedroom. So I have to say I'm not the neatest with my bedroom as far as like cleaning up. And I will have dirty clothes on the floor. But if I had dirty clothes, they are all on the floor in one spot. I'm not throwing my dirty underwear or socks or whatever on top of a bookshelf, on top of, you know, on top of a dresser, on top of the bed. They're not in multiple locations. I at least contain them into one spot. Like... Who, what does this woman do when she comes home? Like, is she just throwing them everywhere willy nilly? Like, <laughs> she puts a cassette in the Walkman and <laughs> undresses while listening to Now I Can Dance. I guess, and does high kicks and throws them everywhere. I, I guess she just dances away uh, as she undresses. Who knows? But wow. Even for a teenager, I don't buy it, but sorry. (laughs) And this was after the actor and actress got married, right? The, uh, her parents? Uh, yes. I don't know. I know there's supposed to be a little bit of double entendres in here, but I don't know if I'm picking up on ones that aren't there or there were a lot. 
talking about the rubbings and uh, oh no there was so much going on like <laughs> stuff you miss when you're 14 or whatever when Well, even this is just one of those things. See it a couple times, you catch more. It's still ridiculous, but <laughs> you catch a few more things in there that you are just make it more, just make it golden. <laughs> oh, really, dude? That's how you have to get in your car every single time. You are that insufferable. You get kicked out of the Dukes of Hazard Club if you don't. Hey, now that is a quality Stephen King character. <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard Club. <laughs> yep, it's him and the the blonde friend from the story, The Raft. He calls his friend Sancho. Gets bent in half, leg wise. Darren, good huh? call. Good call. <laughs> Otho. <laughs> Undercover Otho. I'm convinced that's what it is. Do you know how fast you are going? 65? 63. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds you of Ohio, I suppose. And he was in Ohio in Heather's, remember? Mm -hmm. As the pastor talking about how life could suck. <laughs> See? There is this whole great big universe <laughs> that all centers around this character, this actor. <laughs> oh, did I mention I've had half of an edible before we started and I'm probably on my second mimosa. <laughs> Is that why you made brunch? Oh, yeah. So you could make mimosas or? Yes. <laughs> and I was hungry for a change. <laughs> Here's yours. Oh my god. <laughs> Stephen King enough for ya? <laughs> the music is amazing. <laughs> Ta -da -da. It turns into Wild Kingdom. Here like the horns. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
And when you oh, there's the cat. Uh, when you get when <laughs> you get Carrie circling. out, the cats are circling. When you get oh wait, here he comes. Uh, David's favorite character, and he doesn't know it yet. <laughs> exactly. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Clovis. Clovis the cat. Fucking awesome. Speaking of soundtracks. <laughs> exactly. Do you? <laughs> Clovis the cat rules. <laughs> you didn't know you needed this in your life. Right? <laughs> and then whatever creature that is, you see running out in the road there deciding not to run out because i think there's a like, squirrel <laughs> well that area of california it could have been a lizard of some sort but um <laughs> still yeah you're right but it's just like nature's just everywhere <laughs> oh shit <laughs> exactly Oh, <laughs> of course. Oh, yes. I mean, well. <laughs> the cat. Can I shoot him yet? Zora, you're missing all the excitement. <laughs> the guitar solos. Yeah, the guitar solo, right. <laughs> I just want Clovis to pull up a little gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Clovis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That is the proper reaction. <laughs> Memorize that license plate. <laughs> 
That's what I have to say. Memorize that license plate. I'll hide in this dust cloud. These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> turn on my Jedi. Incestuous cat Jedi person. <laughs> he definitely won't try to turn around right there. But he at least realizes there are multiple directions he could have gone in. Yep. Yep. See, cats aren't just floating, like playing in the air. They know shit. Clovis. I feel like this is a little less commentary than Maximum Overdrive did so far. Yeah. Well, so far. It's not it's not as action packed, I guess. Um, well, it's not quite as well. It's not cocaine fueled, <laughs> for one. It's definitely drug fueled, but it's a different kind of thing. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's not the insanity of tons and tons of blow. <laughs> I feel like that guy plays cops on occasion. He does. I know, that's why I was just trying to figure out. I'm like, what else has he been in? Because... Yeah, I mean, you, you see so many people in here that you're like, oh yeah, I know I've seen him in... around... He was in the fog. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, that's and pretty in pink. Um, let's see what else. Forty-eight hours. He was a a cop in that. There you go. The right stuff. Oh my god. 
can I just point out Clovis the cat has a bed in a like an inbox. <laughs> <laughs> like where you normally put paperwork. There's just a pillow there. That's Clovis's awesome. office. <laughs> Clovis's office. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead with what you were saying. No. Uh then he did a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. And then he did Sleepwalkers. And then he did a lot more TV. Yeah, and I think they used some of the same sets from the Burbs in this movie, too. Now, how we had been talking about their recycling things. He got takeout and he didn't get her anything. Right? And considering how many candles they have burning on a regular basis, how many do you think they go through in a month? Depends on how hard she slaps him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole other issue entirely, but... And I forget, how did he... Oh, that was from his car door, right? That's yeah. how his wrist got hurt. Yeah. It wasn't... Oh. He... Yeah. Do you think it's always him that fucks up? Or he who fucks up? Or do you think they're sort of leveled out? Who makes it them have to move? Um, I don't know. I think I could see it leveled out. You know, maybe initially, like, if he was turned, you know, she turned him or whatever into this shapeshifter vampire creature and she birthed him in that way she knew how to watch out for things in theory more than he did and so he might you know have fucked up at that point but over time he would have caught on and things and then I think it would have leveled out do you know what I mean Because it, and it mm-hmm. seems like this has been going on for a while Maybe that's why he looks old. He's he looks young for his age, perhaps. Right. The cats. This is what cats do. This is why you don't know. Well. Yep. The indoor outdoor cats, at least. The indoor ones, I guess they have to get the newsletter. <laughs> the indoor ones have to get the newsletter. Yep. <laughs> Sure. We bought the rights to this song, so we'll use it a lot in our. That's true. I mean, I guess it's their song for the 
edible sex scene <laughs> with the oh no look in the mirror shot oh god yeah I don't know. I guess my parents didn't drink a lot, but they would totally notice if I took a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what parent wouldn't, but. Yeah. Or maybe they're just cool with it. Isn't cause... Ferris Bueller's dad? <laughs> yeah, they're both his parents. Oh, that's right. They they met making, she had a totally I think, that different... movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had that totally different haircut in that movie. That's right. Yeah, her hair in Ferris Bueller looks a little bit more like her dad's. Yeah, right it's now. that, um, and it's like a bleach blonde kind of triangular thing that was yeah. big in the eighties for women. Yeah, Chicago hair. office hair. Yeah, with the big shoulder pads. Yeah. Right. And yeah, then they got married and just started playing parents and everything. I guess. Wow. Let your career. I prefer to be tidier with my seams that I sew, by the way. Okay, I'm just saying. Wow. <laughs> In case usually... any of you ever need stitches, I will help out. I can take care of you. But I am much tidier and much more sanitary than that. So, no worry. <laughs> well, they're, they're cat people. He can just sit there and, and, and lick his wrist and it'll be all right. That's true. That's true. She totally does not look that much older than him. I know that's pretty. The actress is only fifteen years. the The actress is only fifteen years older than him. Yeah. So. But you know, you know if they made this movie now, she could probably pick up young college girls way easier than he could. Right. Right. They didn't want to touch on that sort of stuff all that much so they just kept with the anthropomorphic cat people incest (laughs) something people could handle somehow uh, question mark I guess I don't know (laughs) You'd think they wouldn't have as many mirrors in their house. Right? Or they'd put them, put them away on the day the girl gets over. I don't know. Right. But they like, to, they like to watch themselves when they do it. Creepy. <laughs> hmm. The plot thickens. 
Because as you will recall, earlier in this film, <laughs> found in the closet, the young girl with the shriveled dead red rose behind her ear. Dun, dun, dun. And the smile fades. Right. I just don't trust anyone who brings a picnic basket like that. <laughs> Even if you are going on a picnic. <laughs> I mean, how long ago was it that people used to regularly picnic in cemeteries? Wasn't that a, th a thing? Uh, yeah. A hundred or so years ago or something. In America, oh, I, know, I know different cultures have different different things like that, but I feel like that was a... Very much. It was probably, though, 1910s, whatever, when that kind of started to lose fashion. You know? Yeah. You have to put the rose back behind your ear. Mother doesn't like it when you take the right. rose out exactly. from behind your ear. <laughs> Are you engrossed or asleep, David? I'm just following the whatever the hell is going on. <clears throat> just takes me back to so much my younger years spent wandering around cemeteries mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many photography classes I had subjects done in cemeteries <laughs> <laughs> yeah Unsurprising, right? It's very black on brand. Black and white. Yes. <laughs> of course, black and white. <laughs> Forgot about We had song. a cemetery on we had a cemetery on my campus. On your campus? My college campus. Yeah. It was all Jesuit priests. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that makes more sense than the plots full of emeritus professors or something like that. Right. No. But anyway. <laughs> I will joyfully tumble down the hill. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, well, his hair. I mean, his hair is pretty fucking stupid. That's, that was Zora's groan about his hair. <laughs> mm. 
I'm a tortured artist. Because you're 17, so of course you do. No, don't speak. <laughs> Let's hold on to this moment. <laughs> I know nothing about you, so don't speak. <laughs> don't read me any more of your short stories. I don't want to read your poetry. Let's just fuck in the cemetery. <laughs> I don't think you fully understand each other. I'm throwing that out there. <laughs> because, dude, you're leaving out a few details. <laughs> like mom. <laughs> oh, and that. Yeah, well, yeah. Sorry. There is that. <laughs> This is what a Missouri Republican congressman would call consensual rape. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yep. Cameras. Hit him again. <laughs> <Multiple uses>. <laughs> run. <laughs> run. Seriously. Just fucking run. <laughs> Why did you drop the camera? Why? Especially if you're going to approach the asshole. Just run. Seriously. <laughs> Sorry. Stating the obvious. <laughs> Yeah. Corkscrews are amazing too. My mother's gonna kill me. And he's acting so casual about having his eye gouged out with the corkscrew yeah. when his yeah. little cut wrist was a serious danger. Yeah. It's a little, little uneven in his strengths. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, Clovis has a nice little pillow in the, the car. So we can reach the shotgun. Right. 
No, I think Clovis has like a pearl handled revolver. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> Annie Oakley style, you know. <laughs> Isn't Annie Oakley from Cincinnati? Maybe. I'm not sure. Well, she died in Ohio. I don't know if she was born there. Here. <laughs> Ooh. Where's Clovis? I know, right? The fucking Where's cat Clovis? Here, right? Clovis needs to jump in and save the day. Oh. He's trying to get out of the car. Or does that, that car not have a separate mm. partition from the front to the back seat? Didn't no, look like it did. It. I did, I thought. Maybe not. Right fucking here, there. motherfucker. Uh-huh. That's right. You took long enough, Clovis. <laughs> nope, there's no separation. Nope, you're right. So... There, no, there was Someone not. throw the cat puppet. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he was panicking for a minute and then he gathered himself. How many pet cat puppets were harmed in the making of this movie? <laughs> Do you think he ran over the cop right there? No, I think the cop fell back farther. Uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. Aww. Come on. Yeah. Aww. Then five we'll minutes later, then five yeah. minutes later, he'll start eating him because <laughs> that's how cats are. <laughs> you killed my partner and best friend. He'll still seek revenge on the bastard, but first he'll eat his owner. Because <laughs> cats ultimately, unfortunately, do that. <laughs> And he's back to no strength. I guess adrenaline rush. Get him. General Clovis said to hold our ground. You're having an allergic reaction. getting fucked up by a cat.
Here's our special Egyptian healing balm. Is that what that's supposed to be? I don't know. I, I'm trying to imagine <laughs> their their past a little bit beyond the the definition at the beginning. Right. Right. I, I know. I, I guess. And it's... try to figure out where it fits into a global vampire mythos. It's unclear. Yeah. Maybe they were the ones who forced the Egyptians to build the pyramids and then they were saved by cats and that's why they like them so much in the artwork. I don't know. Or if you go the route of The Hunger, the Whitley Stryber book, which was made into the film, uh, the, was that Tony Scott film? Uh, with Catherine Deneuve and oh. Susan Sarandon and David Bowie. Um, Stephen King. But the, but the book, oh yeah, that is Stephen King. This is and the that big is, cameo scene. You no, know, no. This is the big cameo scene. And who was that on the other side? Uh, Joe Toby Dante? Hooper. Or Toby Hooper, sorry. Then... Toby Hooper and Clive Barker pop up. Yeah. They're Clive Barker. I don't need this shit, man. Got kids fucking over here all the time. Yeah. The blue trans am, you say? I don't think you sound crazy, but... <laughs> well, maybe just a little bit. He always pops up and stuff. Yeah. Was he in uh, Christine? In the shop, shop class, maybe? I think so. Meanwhile, since I gave you a name and address, perhaps you could get headed that way while you're waiting <laughs> for the photograph. If there's any guy there, you might want to talk to him. You're Indiana cops. You should be looking forward to this. He was very charming. Like <laughs> that—that's her description. He doesn't have an eye. Well, but you know. Yeah. 
Take care of Clovis. sheriffs are there that many sheriffs in one place no they have like a deputy sheriff it's it's similar uh uniform and then there's captain or whatever it's just the slight distinctions i say that they're uh uniform budget was limited in the resources for that and they just were like okay we'll throw a few extra stripes on this one and then that scene and then this person and then in this one okay we'll use that but they'll all essentially look the same <laughs> if we hadn't spent all our money on that visual effect where his face changed Attack at dawn. Yep. <laughs> or dusk. One of those. We attack when Clovis gets here. Yeah. Like, what is this? Like Wonder Woman's invisible jet? Like they they have to concentrate. Like that's the that's the part that gets me is that nonsense. I'm like, are you? They're trying to pull in like so many Jedi mind tricks, but it is complete nonsense. We can change the way cars look, and we can make them invisible. Our wrists are very vulnerable, and we're allergic to cats. And like women I can't get feed themselves. I get them being shapeshifters and everything, but the making things in, invisible like that. The objects, but are objects they're not even in. <laughs> uh, do you think there is no car, and they use their imagination to show the car, and then when it goes away, it goes away? Or do you think they make the car disappear? I think it's they make it disappear like it's a glamour. It's their, yeah, like from. Yeah. I'm thinking from a witchcraft type of mentality. Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman. <laughs> Ron motherfucking Perlman. But I'm Ron Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously not a detective. No. This is a sheriff's department.
Different badges, different hats. Yep. Barely. <laughs> they went to the same costume rental place on the same day, and they looked down the whole line and made them as uniform as possible, and they got the cheapest deal. I guarantee it. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> yep. I mean, it serves its purpose, but... I don't know. It, does it really reflect real life? I don't know. Well, I, I feel like this this film benefits if you don't look too closely at it. <laughs> <laughs> like they say in Clueless, it's like she's a full-on Monet. You look at her from a distance, all nice. <laughs> but then up close, it's a total mess. <laughs> Is that what you're saying about this movie? <laughs> yeah, I, I could go with that. Good Clueless callback. Oh, and we've got the affable, but not necessarily the best cop guarding the family. Right. And if it is a metaphor for sexual assault, which I think it is, um, mm -hmm. I think they touched on it a little bit more realistically if I can even say that without laughing um, then I feel like some other movies glossed and glazed over around this time at least ones that I was seeing yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ I feel like that well i guess that's a movie bathroom but that that's a pretty big bathroom that is a big bathroom i agree i guess it was a probably an old farmhouse so maybe they had a claw foot tub or something there no that looked like a style of tub that would have been built in um the like 60s kind of when they started doing that more in-wall design like that yeah I, I mean more formally and that's why there was that much space to do that yeah I think that that's where you started getting that style of tub maybe even 70s we're scared sounding police officers <laughs> better it's watch out win. I'll call the cops Wait, didn't they say the same line in Hellraiser 4? Oh, <laughs> or something to the which same one, effect. Which one was 4? <laughs> was that Inferno? Or is that... 
No, for no, was bloodline. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know that they didn't exactly, but something to that similar effect. <laughs> I don't remember. Right before a similar style kill. <laughs> I tried to not remember that movie. It's the last one I can get on board with. <laughs> Well, I'll be. <laughs> Special flower delivery. <laughs> Land shark. <laughs> I promise I'm just a dolphin. <laughs> Candy gram. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, that's one overprotective mother. Or jealous girlfriend. And that is one cop who's an awfully bad shot. Yep. Nowhere near her. <laughs> Throw the gun Nowhere at her. Nowhere near her. <laughs> like, I don't see her deflecting the bullets or anything. No, he's just a he's poor just, shot. He just sucks. Oh, John Landis. Joe <laughs> Dante. Dante. Yes, the hair. <laughs> His hair in this is glorious. She's stabbed me with the cord. That's impressive. You yeah. have to say that. I mean, because how? Through a heavily starched shirt, no less. Agreed. But a corn cob is not that. It's not even like it's dried out and been sitting there for weeks. Yeah. And so it's not like super hard. Right. <laughs> well, that's why I don't understand how the women cat people can't feed themselves I don't maybe know maybe she's just lazy I don't, I don't know <laughs> it doesn't go by actual cat people logic but <laughs> there is little logic going on here yeah I don't because uh, there's not even vampire logic going on saying that is a vampire person <laughs> like, <laughs> like I've read a lot of different vampire mythology from around the world and this really is yeah you can't even quite call this that <laughs> but it kind of is but yeah it's still this yeah shapeshifter weird and oh. there's no logic <laughs> her mom started to move okay 
she was just knocked out until then. But I'm Ron Perlman. <laughs> this is why I'm obsessed with cigars later. The music, the swell of the music, <laughs> it is so special. It. It's like some stuff that almost made Monster Squad. Right? It's it. The thing is, you're saying it's kind of feels made for TV, but and yes, a little bit, but no. Even though this was made in '92. This still feels very 80s. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it was made five years beforehand and sat on the shelf and they didn't change anything and they just stuck it out in theaters. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. Well, I guess maybe maybe it's how it, sometimes it takes a little while, especially back before internet, for trends to make it to the Midwest. Well, I don't know. <laughs> or it's like Stephen King, Joe Dante, John Landis, and their friends hung out and made a movie. <laughs> how high were they? <laughs> I want to know. Or drunk. I mean, who knows? But... Yeah, I, I really can't remember when Stephen King got sober. Right. But there there was something I, something just definitely else going on in the mix. Like someone was not in their quite right minds. You have pissed off all of those cats. I love that she keeps pulling her by the hair. And I'm I would imagine Clovis has a lot of friends also. Oh, yeah. You know, Clovis also has, I mean, has the police scanner. So you can put word out there. Yeah. On a totally different level than most cats. He doesn't look too good. Yeah. Now he looks like, um, sort of like Jim Carrey as the Grinch. <laughs> I guess a slightly bloody version of that, yes. We don't know what they cut out of that movie. <laughs> I don't even really know what's in that movie. I've only seen the commercials for it. Uh, me too. I think I saw it. I couldn't tell you what it was about, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird fetish ritual they have with the the record 
Like and... it's a, it's like a fetish they have, and they have to recreate a very specific scene every time. And the music is that mis- that specific music is part of it. That's like ultimately what gets them off. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about this whole thing. <laughs> There's a kink for everyone. Yeah. I think it's part of a whole like scene they have going on. <laughs> and I don't know. I <laughs> Have any of you seen uh, that movie Stardust? Um, I think so. I do not think so. The uh, one where Robert De Niro's a gay pirate? Yes. Yes. A gay air pirate? Yeah. Yes. No, I have not seen that. It's it's based off a Neil Gaiman book. Um, it's not a very good movie, but it's entertaining. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. Uh, near the end, I think that's why I have not seen it. (laughs) (laughs) There are some funny parts, I would say. Um, but yeah, it's I definitely enjoy the book a lot more. Um, there's a lot of famous people in it, but uh, later when she's when there's that fight with the dead body and the the guy, sort of when yeah, that's what this is making me think of, which yeah, if uh if you had seen it it would make more sense so yeah i'll stop now what is going on with these effects I'm like well we started out we were gonna make a godzilla and it was too hard so uh, we smoothed right? it over and here we are it's like they couldn't decide what kind of creature they wanted to make. Oh, shit. You guys are in trouble now. Mm-hmm. It's motherfucking Clovis. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, no. Of course. They look... Okay. In that just that quick shot it looks like he has no genitals yeah so maybe it comes out of something somewhere at some time but when they're showing their reflections of them having sex they are those cat people so i'm curious how like again maybe we shouldn't think too much about it it's like the creatures in from dusk till dawn or a, which was made actually around this time period. Yeah. But it made more sense with their transformations and the way they were actually done. This is done. It, I don't know if it was just a, and I know they had budgetary restraints too. And maybe it's just, you had more talented people working on that. I don't know <laughs> with the effects or something. Who knows? But it seems like they had their mind made up as far as what kind of creature entity they were going to take, you know, what direction they were going to take it in. This seems like they weren't sure. Because it seems like part of the time, we're going to do it this way. Oh, then wait a minute. Oh, no, we're going to do this. 
you know. Ooh. Ow, shit. <laughs> that. <laughs> and you're right. Is it Godzilla they wanted to do? Or an alien movie? Because truthfully, yeah, at this like point, a really alien thing. it looks like we're going into that territory. Clovis. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, now they decide to get off their asses. <laughs> Typical cats. <laughs> oh, cats. They know, they know when to time it. Okay, that's all it comes down to. They'll do the right thing. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> it burns us. <laughs> Why she couldn't get all those keys fixed that to the, the car by that time? I mean, like, I don't know. I seriously. might have stopped and watched a little bit too if that was happening I'm, in front of me. I well, I mean, truthfully, probably. I mean, especially because it was blocking her way. But yeah. on the other hand. <laughs> I would have at least gotten the keys and the ignition on the car turned on. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I would have gotten ready, and then I would have taken a peek. <laughs> she didn't even get that far. Now run over. All right. Or park the car my... on top of her and get another one. One of those. What's up? I'm Clovis. Oh. I like, to sit, I like to sit in the front seat. Yay. Jonesy. Oh, wait, Clovis. <laughs> oh, awesome kitty. Kitties. <laughs> Kitties in the fire, dancing around the fire. <laughs> Take that, critics. And do we have to hear the song one more time? I don't remember. Probably. Probably. <laughs> do we? I don't know. Let's see. Cynthia Garris, do you think she's related? I, I would say so. That was... Her sister. Oh, yeah, maybe. Boy with earache. They had body doubles for their sleep while yep, and Sparks as Clovis. Clovis did his own stunts. Woohoo! Clovis the cat. <laughs> the star of the show. Yes. 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 So that was well, that. That was that. Yeah, that was certainly a movie. That was certainly a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and David is glad he has 
quit podcasting again. <laughs> I don't have to do this shit. <laughs> I mean, He's it's not, not saying the worst no. thing I've watched. <laughs> I can't say it's the worst thing I've watched because it's it's a, it's not. <clears throat> right. So it was many. fine. It was just not very good. Oh yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. But it was just it was just like yeah, it was at least a, a more or less entertaining. Mm-hmm. Just not I don't think I'll particularly go back to this one anytime soon. Right. That's exactly but, how I feel about it. Yeah. It's like okay, I've seen Sleepwalkers now. That that's a thing that I've seen and I'm sure at some point someone will say the right combination of words that make me go, oh, are you talking about fucking sleepwalkers? And they'll go, how do you know that? And I'm like, I fucking saw that movie for some reason. Because <laughs> that's how my brain works. Yeah. People give me bizarre, half-remembered descriptions of movies, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that thing. And they're like, how the fuck do you know that? And I'm like, uh, I watch too many movies. Right, exactly. Exactly. But better or worse than Maximum Overdrive? Hmm. I mean, Maximum Overdrive is shinier. Well, yeah, it's really tough because, like, Maximum Overdrive is like its own. Like, Maximum Overdrive is entertaining because it's so fucking absurd. Mm-hmm. This was just kind of. It was fine. Like, I mean, and I, I generally like Mick Garris's movies. I'm actually kind of an apologist for most of his stuff, but even by like the standards of his stuff, like this isn't very good. Like I think like I'll I'll go to bat for a lot of his stuff, especially some of his TV stuff. But this one, I'm just kind of like, meh. Like none of the effects are particularly great. The story is not particularly interesting. It's just sort of a th- there. Right. Well, I'm trying to think. Was how early in his career was this? Like, I mean. Pulling up the old, I'm pulling up the old AMDB and such. Um, well, I mean, he'd done a few things, but this was still like his first actual like movie. I mean, other than Critters too, yeah. So it was his second, his second movie. All right, fair enough. Like non-TV thing. Yeah, yeah the, I, I don't think it's necessarily the direction that was bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just not a particularly good script either. I, well, yeah, I think the script definitely is um, is lacking. <laughs> well, I yeah, mean, this, I this was an unpublished Stephen King short story, and right, and pretty much everything yeah. he's ever written was published okay. by then. Yeah, that. <laughs> that no, explains it. No, and I, I think this is just. I think this has moments of fun yeah and absurdity but it's yes it's not the um like the best and yeah in, in these times is it better than maximum overdrive <laughs> go ahead what sorry. i was like it's it's got moments that you know thankfully this day and age you can just get on youtube and look up Clovis or look up, <laughs> right. you know, something like that or, you know, Mark Hamill cameo. 
And, right, but, because there are those. Those are the things that if you're going to see the movie, that, that's why you watch them. Yeah, it's for motherfucking Clovis and the the little cameos. Those are fun. Yeah, but right, it's. I think you're right. I think it's the script. I think it's the script that's lacking. But yeah, that's. <laughs> it's not my favorite Stephen King adaptation, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not my least favorite. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I dev. I I'm. I I think it's sure an that inter- I watched. Huh. I think it's an interesting idea. Yeah. That's what I. That's what gets me. Is that's why I can watch it again. Is because I think it's an interesting idea, even if yes, maybe the script isn't what it should be. Yeah, yeah. Some short stories don't make sense as full length movies. Yeah, kind of. This is one of those ones well, I true. kind of wish you could just. I, I'd rather read the short stories. I think it would probably mm-hmm. work better. Right. Because this one just sort of like I, I see what he was going for, mm-hmm. and it's just like it just doesn't doesn't really come together. Right. Well, I mean, he did this, and then he did The Stand two years later. Okay. That miniseries. And that, I, I think The Stand is actually really good. And Right. And exactly. More people hold that up like, in a higher regard. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Yeah. No. So uh, sleepwalkers. <laughs> sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. I don't know. It's a movie. <laughs> Watch it, I guess. Fuck, I don't know. You got an hour and a half to kill? Yeah, I think you can have fun with it. Oh, if yeah. you take it for what it is, you j- it just can't take it as anything serious. I mean, that's, no, no. that's the key. You know, it's it's not quite the level of bonkers of maximum overdrive, so don't No, it's much more reserved. Right, right. But, and it does have some redeeming things here and there, but it's just uneven because it's script right so yeah anyway so on that note i guess david is there anything you want to say before we let you go uh not that i could think of other than thanks for having me back on for another anniversary show um hopefully the next one will do a better Stephen King movie. <laughs> or we'll do something that is not Stephen King. Oh, yeah, or something that's not Stephen King, even better. Yeah, yeah I right. think if we do it three years straight, that might accidentally form a tradition. Uh, right, wanna, and I, exactly. We'll run out of great stuff fast. <laughs> right, right. No, because we did have other uh, options in the mix. Oh, that's uh, right, we did. Yeah, but it, it just ended be- up... Ended up just kind of like, "Mm, this one kind of sounded like it might be better. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, People who like this movie like this movie. People who don't have either never seen it or they've only seen it once and they've long forgotten it. Yeah. And like I said, you just, I think if you just appreciate it for what it is. Um, Thank thank you, Satan. A. (laughs) Spawn of Canadian Satan. Absolutely. <laughs> you chip it okay. over the boards there. Hockey. Sorry, um, hockey. Hockey. Stereotype. Okay. Canadian stereotype. Good thing the movie's not playing anymore. You can cut all of my gibberish out. Sure. <laughs> sure. Anyway, you Okay. Saying... Anyway. 
no. Um, so on that note, I was going to say um, the. So we will uh, go ahead and go to a break, and then Darren and I will be back with some listener feedback. Okay. Be back soon. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Michael oh, hi. Well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. And we are back. If you are still with us after that movie, you may or may not have liked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I think I I liked it, but it's just didn't love it. That's all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, this this is a tradition that we do for the anniversary of the show. Um, is it th- really three years? When this is this, we are going. We are heading into our third year. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, yes. Two for me. Going into two for me. Well, well, yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you everybody who wrote into us. Uh, yes. A, a thank you very bit. much. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we're going chronologically. And uh, this is from Lonely Bob at Lonely Bob. Thank you. That's his uh, usual Twitter handle. Yeah. Uh, congrats on two fantastic years of episodes. Love your podcasts. Informative, quirky, and entertaining, too. Thank you for all the time and effort you take to making the show. I look forward to listening to the upcoming anniversary show. Cheers, at Lonely Bob. Well, thank you. And hi. I don't think... Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and then going to the second one. <laughs> Yeah. All right. And this is from Derek. Uh, is it bourgeois? Or bourgeoisie? I believe. Okay. Well, <laughs> correct us if we're wrong. I feel like uh, I... you're you 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 write into a couple podcasts that I listen to, and I feel right. like people have uh, had issues perhaps pronouncing your last name correctly. So my last name's McEnery. I understand. <laughs> It's very easy to have a mistake said about your last name. I get and I'm, it. I'm Darren, D-A-E-R-O-N. Uh, but yeah. Wilson's so pretty I apologize. <laughs> so I apologize. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I understand. I feel your pain. <laughs> so, hey, guys. Derek B. from Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space here. Just wanted to wish you guys a happy anniversary. Thanks for the fun discussions and funny moments you guys bring to the listeners and enlightening them about Themes in both film and literature. Keep on trucking and go Mothra. Hell yeah. Oh, that's that's a show that I like. That's a show I listen to. Yeah. I, I don't know the movies that well, but... Um, uh, yeah, I know some of them, but... Yeah. I don't know. That's true. Yes. 
Um, but anyway, thanks. Thanks for writing in, man. And uh, thanks for taking it easy yeah. on us saying dare to be. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> we're nerdy know-it-alls, so we want to make sure that we're right. Yes, definitely. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for that. Thank yeah, you. Thank, thank you. And we, hope, you. we hope to keep it up. Yeah. Um, and then um, our final email is from our friend Robert Ward. And now... <laughs> I have to preface this with, I think he's, I, I don't know if he's a little concerned about me or what. Are you a captive? <laughs> and, maybe, <laughs> and maybe after this episode, he might be even more concerned about me. But look, this is, I have to say this, this is a, yeah, okay, this is, this is, this requires some discussion. Okay. okay. So. We'll go into it. His, his email. Sorry, he addressed it just to me but you are mentioned don't worry okay <laughs> i am mentioned <laughs> yes you're mentioned in a good way don't worry <laughs> dear vanessa hello old friend it's another gray morning and i want to congratulate you on wrapping up another year sometimes it seems like it hasn't been that long since the podcast started looking back surely you think there's nothing like a hundred miles between you and when you started the show right Recently, however, I noticed something's wrong, and he puts this in bold, like like all capital, something's wrong, uh -oh. <laughs> okay? And I was curious how, if all, the show has shaped you. It seems like you aren't enjoying certain stories or films as much as you'd like. I know, and he puts this again, all caps, everybody has the blues. But do you think you are enjoying this series as much as you thought you would? I was curious also if you thought since starting this show and working off of David and currently Darren, have you found your reading slash watching habits changed at all? Do you read more or less? Perhaps it's a temporary case of, again, all in caps, hard times. And I keep telling myself, it is another day, and with any luck, the two of you can have a month. The two of you can have a month soon, where you find something, to where you find something together and have a slow case, all in caps, of slow burning love. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds salacious. <laughs> I mean, talk about slow burning love. Have you seen Sleepwalkers? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> anyway, that's another issue. Um, it doesn't seem like you hate the show or anything. Clearly, you two are having fun and even met up in real life. When I saw the upload of the two of you, I remember thinking, and this is all in caps, is that the way you look? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I, like, I like to be blurry as often as possible. Was it which one of us that what was that about? Or was that about both? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, I don't know. Well, he's talking to you, but he he definitely Maybe. likes you more than he likes me. I, and that's okay. Sure. I Maybe. like you more than Any, I like me. Anyway, the, we're almost to the end of the email. Okay. Please give please give Darren and David it my best. Here's to another year. You've got a friend. I think that was all in caps. Robert. 
Well, thank you, Robert. <laughs> and, you know, thank you for the concern. It's always good to check. It's yeah. better to say something than not. Well, yeah. And and um, I think it's maybe I had to stop and think when he said that. I'm like, what have I been like so down and whatever about? And, I mean, obviously, the last episode about the the Jerry's Carol Oates story and smooth talk and and part of that was my own preconceived notions about Joyce Carol Oates and then just uh, my issues with James Taylor <laughs> but I am still I I still was willing to give it a chance and I am still willing to go back to it I'm not that you would ever completely closed off it just didn't hit right with me but and then I was thinking, Monster, well, that was a book, well, it wasn't as good as I had hoped, but it wasn't bad. And and even now, Sleepwalkers, I knew, I had seen it ages ago, and I knew it wasn't, like, the best movie ever, but it's fun, you know? And the thing is, is that I, I think it comes to when David and I started the show, and I think, Darren, you and I continue this, that it's, it was we had this idea of, we bring in some of these things that we love already, you know, and share them with the other person. And especially it was great, especially if that other person was new to it, or sometimes we'd bring in something that was new to both of us mm-hmm. where, you know, it was a situation of we're going in completely blind to this and just trying to kind of fit a theme and kind of see what happens. And even if it's something we end up that we don't love, you know, maybe we can make at least make some interesting discussion out of it. And and I will say, talking about being down and everybody having the blues, yes, also, it didn't help that last, I will say, that during the last, the last episode, when um, I was already talking about something that I wasn't thrilled about, I was going through, I was like having a, a little fit of depression, and I try I know I have mentioned my issues with mental health before on the show but I try to you know I try to kind of contain it and this also this show has been is therapeutic for me in a way doing this um but I yeah I think maybe I, I don't know if that carried through maybe last episode I'm sorry if that did if that's if that's a concern where you're talking about uh, Robert, but I don't know with the 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 movies and books. I mean, I don't know. We're trying to find some different things and challenge ourselves. And I mean, at least that's how I feel. What about you, dear? Uh, I mean, I know I don't expect you to love everything that I bring to the table. <laughs> You know, I'm sure there you have things that you're kind of like, eh, that was okay or whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's what makes everybody worth, well, for people that don't always like a lot of people around, it's good to have interesting people around. And if, you know, yeah, different likes, you never know what, uh, I mean, I'm still, let's see. Well, we did a little bit of darker stuff the last few months also. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, uh, well, maybe that's it too. There's that. It was, you know, not much of a 
spring until it finally came. It was kind of a soggy winter. Yeah. (laughs) Which, you know, I'm I'm semi-solar powered. And yeah, I'm still jealous that you did Serial Mom before me. <laughs> well, and Stepford Wives, but you well, know. we're gonna do. Um, I we're gonna do. I, I have a feeling some some other John Waters at, and you know it's funny. Robert's asking about how the show has changed. I've recently been going back and listening to old episodes, and just to see, you know, how the show has changed over time. And I'm also I like to reevaluate like well, is there something maybe different we want to do with the show or whatever? And um, we, you know, keep it interesting enough for us as well as hopefully the people listening, you know, we, (laughs) and we do, you know, we're open to listener suggestions, you know, but it's been, it seems like, you know, it's been a while since a listener suggested something. So, you know, everybody can keep that in mind. You know, don't be don't be shy. <laughs> yeah, you know, share it with. I guess like we also book don't club. Say it. I also, I mean, we don't say it enough. I guess, but yeah, I mean, we're open to that. We're not so closed, and you know, and we do try to trade off. Like, okay, have what you know, one month where I bring something to the table, and the next month, you know, Darren brings something to the table, or you know. Or whatever like, next month you picked the movie and I picked the book and I've never right. seen the movie and you've never read the book. Right. Right. So yeah, we just seeing what fits, you know, it's a, right. it's a living, breathing thing. Yeah. Like a story since we like to be literature themed. Um, <laughs> is that what that is? Is that what that is? Yeah. Or, you know, my, uh, my coffee's finally kicking in. One of them. Take your pick. But, um, yeah, well, and you know what? You want something that's going to be more exciting and more joyful, <laughs> mm-hmm. perhaps, uh, next month. So, June. Um, Darren doesn't know he's watching a better movie next month. <laughs> he doesn't know that yet. But... If I can find it. I haven't started looking for it yet. Start looking. Anyway. Um, so... Yes, for Pride, for our Pride Month, we are going to uh, be having the the nineteen eighty eight uh, film starring Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein. Harvey. Exactly. Torch Song trilogy, based on his Tony Award winning play. Yes, and the which it's pretty fucking amazing. Can I just say that? Um, that's yes. You don't know how much you're going to enjoy that movie, but, um, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, it was ju- <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I I imagine I will. And yes, it was it was July where you picked the movie and I picked the book. This is a right, right. Yeah, I was incorrect. Right. Yes, and then so and then the book for June is going to be the Gilda stories by Jewel Gomez. So, um, not about Gilda yeah. Radner. No, it's a little uh, Afrofuturism, yeah, vampire kind of yeah thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about that one too. Um, yeah. yeah, and then 
Um, that's a little better. And then I'm excited about the July selection. You posted the picture in the group, which, so we can go ahead and say the the film is Belle de Jour, the based uh, the uh, Louise Buñuel uh, film uh, starring Catherine Deneuve. Yes, slightly going artsy. <laughs> However, all the first stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kinky episode so what book do we have to go with that this is one that darren picked <laughs> yeah this, this is one i read uh, oh man shortly after it came out and that was quite quite a time ago <laughs> that was quite an age ago um a little memoir called i was a teenage dominatrix yeah so By so Shana i have Kenny, not read that but Right. Sounds a little more exciting than than uh, maybe some of some of our other things lately. I, so. I read it I read it when I was reading stuff like the basketball diaries and oh. and living at the movies and stuff like that. So and was an entire class on memoirs? No, this was uh, <laughs> this was a recommendation from the uh, the girl I was dating at the time. Oh. She said, you okay. should check this book out. There uh, you go. Yeah. But yeah, I mostly, <laughs> a lot of my stories will be, so I had this class. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Anyway, uh, we still aren't very okay. sure about what's going on in August. Well, get beyond on. that, we're we're still working some things out. However... I think, should we go ahead and tease or say what we decided yesterday? Sure, Which sure. Would be a joint venture between the Psycho Semanticast and this show? Yeah, sure, why not? Um... Okay. Since the um, Handmaid's Tale uh, series is coming back soon... We are going to be doing um, recaps during the summer months. Um, chunks of, uh, I think, what, three episodes we decided on or something? Something like that, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover a, a few episodes at a time. And, um, yeah, talk about that insanity of that show and that insanity and shit show of real life right now in the united states <laughs> yep and, and that's also a better way to prevent it to spill into the shows on their own right i, th I think if we don't get it out somewhere yes i think we need through. to right right and um we we knew that discussion was going to be inevitable so we decided Let's just do this little kind of side bonus thing. So, yeah. So, so that's something. That's another little the interesting thing coming up. Yeah. So, so if oh, that's something you would be interested go. in, it'll be separate. If it's not, download it and then delete it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we like the download numbers. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that way it's it's there specifically for people who want it specifically and for us. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you everyone and thank you dr vanessa thank you uh nurse darren and you know thank you everybody who listens to the show uh i know that we don't say it enough but we really 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 
appreciate you and we appreciate any time you pass word on along to someone else however you do that via social media or you know re- you know rate and review all that kind of fun stuff but um yeah thanks for listening and um and thank you for the feedback too that's great and again like we said we are totally open for uh, suggestions so uh yeah keep that in mind maybe uh maybe we'll have a special uh listener's choice episode this year um yeah and robert if it's good or bad that we that's how we look <laughs> yeah i'm not sure what that was supposed to mean oh well hopefully that was we we look better than he expected or yeah or maybe like maybe anyway. you never know but i will wonder Casu- i will casually wonder forever right exactly <laughs> exactly but thank you for um yeah robert you've been a, a constant writer and Yes. Thank you to and, all uh, the new people and all the people that we can count on for each time we ask for this. Uh, you know, right. Twitter and, and Instagram. You, and thank you for everybody who's been a guest too on the show. Yeah. Because um, I don't think we, that's truly what I, I mean. We don't say that enough too, because I know that that uh, that is a. Uh, I mean, I know people do enjoy the two of us blathering on, but. Um, we there always is fun to add you know a different dynamic in every once in a while at least yeah yeah sometimes it'll be you know a guest that knows a lot about the book or the movie or whatever but yeah and also that if you know somebody that you'd like us to talk with about something yeah yeah hit us up uh sure. email address um i think we just said and then twitter and instagram are at vd clinic pod and facebook at VD Clinic Podcast, and so yeah, I think that's all. There of you our go. Things. Uh, so yeah, thank again. Thanks everybody. Uh, see you soon. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the VD Clinic. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us at Twitter at VD Clinic Pod. Or reach us via email at vdclinicpod at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook group, VD Clinic Podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback, suggestions, and more.